Let your attention be at ease, in rest, in an open, receptive quality of mind, noticing the sounds that appear around us, the sounds that are close or far away, distinct or muffled, allowing the sound to be known as pure sound without comment or thought. Noticing particularly the quality of open receptivity without doing anything special. When sounds appear, hearing happens. Let go of any other agenda, letting the thoughts of the day recede to the background, but with some determination, attune to the sounds that appear around us. Letting your attention linger in the space of silence, noticing the distinct sounds, the background sounds, inner or outer. With that same quality of open, receptive attention, notice also whatever sensations appear in the body. Deep within the body, the stillness, pressure, tingling, or on the surface of the skin, coolness, the touch sensations, letting your attention float evenly throughout the body. Getting in touch with and feeling deeply whatever sensations appear there. Again, let your attention rest in this open and receptive quality of mind, noticing whatever sensations appear, and lingering on those sensations that persist. Some of what you'll notice as movement or sensation in the body is the breath, at the belly, at the chest, at the nostrils. Gently let the breath come into the foreground of your attention and let everything else recede to the background. And again, remain open and receptive to the full movement and sensations of the breath. Making a very soft or light mental note, a recognition of in and out as you notice and feel the sensations in movement.
If your attention is called away to sound, open fully to it, noticing the quality of the sound itself. while recognizing that hearing is happening. When the sound no longer commands your attention, or you lose interest in it, return to the breath, again being open and receptive to whatever movement or sensations occur as you breathe in and out. When your attention is called to a strong or unpleasant sensation in the body, let go of the breath and let your attention turn fully to that which is calling your attention, opening to and receiving the full impression of the discomfort, of the sensation, of the pulsing, moving, pressure, tingling, Lightly making a mental note of what you recognize. Pulling, hardness, pressure, numbness, pulsing, coolness. If thoughts appear, commenting about what you feel, recognize them. There may be a movement of aversion, dislike, disappointment, discontent, or irritation. Recognize this hindering quality of mind, aversion, irritation, or disliking. opening to and feeling fully that quality of dislike, irritation, noticing where you feel it in the body. Letting your attention linger with it. Noticing it's fluxing, vibrating, changing quality. Or if your attention is drawn to a pleasant experience in the body or sound, hearing, notice this quality of enjoying, liking, approving, wanting, that indulges in the pleasant experience. Opening fully to it and recognizing it, making a soft mental note of what you recognize. So too with the other obstructing hindering qualities of mind. If you feel confused, indecisive, tentative, recognize that doubt may be present, 
precipitating reflections on the quality of your practice, your ability to practice, the practice itself. These are manifestations of doubt. When you recognize them, open fully to how you experience doubt in the body. Feeling the discomfort of doubt, that tentative, indecisive, unsettled feeling in the body, bubbling quality of mind. Allow it to be there without trying to fix it or get rid of it or even judging it as bad or wrong. Open to it with a quality of impartial investigation to know it clearly. If your attention is weak, flighty, discontinuous, dull, recognize that sloth and torpor, a heaviness of mind, may be present. Get curious. What is this experience of dullness? of lack of continuity of attention. Arouse the interest to discover its true nature. Recognize sloth and topper. So too with restlessness, the agitated, anxious, over-energized quality of mind opening to it and feeling it in the body, in the mind. It's not wrong. It just needs to be known, noticed, recognized, and let it allow to be there. In this way, whatever appears in your mind at each moment can be turned to, opened and received, and known for what it is. If you get lost or confused, return to the breath, anchoring your attention in the present moment, feeling the movement sensations in the body. beginning the sitting in whatever way you find the most helpful, relaxing or settling the attention into the whole body posture. Connecting the attention with the sit bones and the sensations where those sit bones touch the cushion or bench or chair. Experiencing that alignment between earth and sky. Noticing hearing within a very open field of awareness.
experiencing that ease of noticing whatever sounds are happening come and go by themselves. Noticing the difference between the direct experience of hearing itself and any thoughts about the concept of what's causing the sound. And then anchoring the attention with the movement of the breath. Bringing the attention as close as you can to the changing sensations within the movement without forcing. Sometimes very lightly, just synchronizing the attention with the movement. A whole in-breath or rising movement at a time. A whole out-breath or falling movement at a time. at times being more precise with the awareness and noticing how the movement or sensations begin and how they change and how they disappear. Each breath is alive and is new. And seeing if you can relate to this movement that we call breath with beginner's mind, with pure exploration. as if it's your first and your last.
Whenever you notice that thinking is happening, mostly it's helpful to make a more generic note of thinking or wandering and then anchoring the attention again with the movement of the breath. At times when certain thought patterns are repeating, it can be helpful to sharpen the mindfulness by making a more specific note, such as judging or remembering or planning conversations, fantasizing or imagining. and then anchoring the attention again with a more physical sensation such as sound or sensations of the breath. Thoughts are incredibly ephemeral you bring your attention very closely to them, we notice that they have so much power and yet are so light. Whether you notice an image and make a note of seeing or notice words or thoughts and notice thinking. See if you can find a relationship to thinking like you would with the sound of a bird. There's no need to get rid of the sound of the bird. There's no need to get rid of thinking or struggle with the thought process. All we have to do is notice the thinking or thoughts appear and disappear just as they are. There's nothing we have to do with thoughts but notice them. They're just like clouds coming and going in the vast sky of mind. There's no need to identify with any thought as me or I or mine. When we see a thought clearly, it's just thinking, it's just a thought. So letting your attention be as relaxed, gentle, and awake, alert as you can with your life, your precious life as it appears and disappears moment by moment.
Settle back into the awareness of your body posture. Simply feeling yourself sitting, feeling the body just as it is. opening to sounds. The very distinct sounds, the subtle sounds. Letting the mind be open and relaxed as the sounds appear and disappear. Connect with the feeling of each breath as it appears. Being as receptive with the breath as you are with sound. Simply letting each breath come in its own time feeling the sensations either at the nostrils or the movement of the chest or abdomen. Noticing the flow of sensations within each breath. Each of those sensations appearing spontaneously. If any bodily sensations become strong, predominant, come into the foreground of attention, relax into the awareness of those sensations. They may be pleasant, they may be unpleasant. Simply feeling the changing nature of those sensations.
can use the mental labeling either of pleasant or unpleasant or naming the sensation itself heat, cold, tightness, pressure, vibration whatever it may be and notice what happens to it in the light of awareness Does it get stronger or weaker? Does it stay the same? Does it shift position? Resting easily with the sensations in the same way that you would sound. Open, relaxed, connected. When it's no longer predominant, coming back to the body, to the breath. Note different thoughts as they appear. Become aware that the mind is thinking. See how close to the beginning of thought you can be aware of it. If there are repetitive patterns, you can give a specific label. Judging, planning, remembering, commenting, fantasizing. But if you don't recognize the theme quickly, the simple note of thinking serves the purpose. Pay attention to that moment, particularly when you come out from being lost in the thought, that moment of wakefulness. Notice the difference in your experience between being lost in a thought and being aware that thinking is happening. Notice the arising of any strong hindrances, the wanting mind, desire, anger or aversion, irritation, sleepiness, restlessness or worry, doubt. There are also simply experiences arising out of conditions. Relaxing back into the body, simply being aware of them. All these states are like changing weather. And today include all the other kinds of emotions 
or mind states that may arise. Feeling happy, feeling sad, feeling interested or bored. Feeling fear or grief or joy or love. Whatever emotion may arise in the course of the sitting, in the course of the day, open to the awareness of that emotion. See if you can recognize the particular emotion it is. Opening to it, feeling it in the mind and body. without identifying with it, without getting lost in it. Can we be with emotions in the same way that we are with sounds? Relaxed, open, spontaneous awareness with the mind free of clinging. Simply settling back into the whole passing show of empty phenomena. Note the emotion with interest. See what happens to it as you become aware, as you become mindful. We began introducing primary anchors, breath at the belly, our chest, the breath experienced as stream of sensation at the tip of the nose, using the body, using sounds. This concentration uh, develops begin to include more in the field of meditative experience, things to be known, uh, general sensations in the body as they arise predominantly, the foreground of experience, predominant sounds. We've introduced thoughts, how to notice the nature of thoughts, the unique and universal nature, unique as a memory or planning, or judgment, or commenting, analyzing, evaluating, imagining, noticing those facets, those textures to thought, and their universal nature of being a continuous process, impermanent, not self, impersonal, And begun to introduce working with emotions, learning how to distinguish the mental mood from thought clusters, pick out the actual uh, mental state, feeling state as distinct from thoughts about them, and seeing the interrelation between the two, yet distinguishing and the relationship of the mental mood to physical sensation, seeing how they all are interconnected in this experience of an emotion. Trying to particularly focus on the mental mood part of it, uh, as well as anchor in the body with the physical correlate, as a way then to investigate the emotion, so that one can 
fully recognize, accept, and disidentify with it, to see it as it is, not holding on, not pushing it away. This morning, I'd like to introduce another mental factor that's a very valuable object of meditation, experience of our own, to be known as it is. This is the mental factor of volition. Volition arises in every moment of experience. There are several reasons why it is such an important meditative object. One is is that it begins to reveal the connectedness of the mind and body. For example, as we sit here and you feel an itch, you watch it for some time, the desire arises to scratch it, And at some point, the actual mental intention or volition to lift the arm, move the arm, touch the spot and scratch, ignites that process. The intention is the uh, precursor of the physical movements, the elements of air and earth and so forth that are actually the movement of the arm. Without noticing that, we can continue to cultivate a forgetfulness, the sense that uh, my leg itches, I want to scratch it, I am scratching it. When the reality is, the actual experience is simply the experience of itchiness or pinpricks, sensations, vibrations, uh, unpleasant sensations, so forth, and the the desire to alleviate that arises, the mental intention to actually uh, act that desire out. So we start to understand more that relationship. In the walking as well, it is an intention that uh, is the cause and precedes the immediacy of the experience of lifting, moving, placing, stopping, turning. Beware of the intention also really sharpens the mindfulness, really begins to anchor it, secure it in the stream of momentary experience. Starts to cut through a little background chatter that is continually commenting or judging on things. We start to surrender more into the flow of things as they are with an awareness of that. Tensions also teach us about the tremendous space of the present moment. So there, where there can be more conscious or wise attention to uh, action, choices. For example, the, you, the often reactiveness in an angry moment when someone says or does something and without thinking we respond in kind with an angry word or action. As we train the mind in noticing intentions, as a kind of automatic check where we feel the space of the moment, we feel the intention to speak or act in an angry way, and because we're aware the intention it arises and passes, we call that they, they are constantly appearing, disappearing every moment. Intention arises and passes without having necessarily acted on the anger. One can feel the anger, be mindful of it, transform it into the understanding of the message that really wants to be communicated, and can take more of a skillful approach. So being aware of intentions starts to remove the reactivity of mind kind of automatic response to uh, reaction to, to experience rather than the ability to, to pause and assess wisely. 
and intentions, of course, begin to teach us about the anatta nature, selfless nature of experience. It's important to just notice the most obvious intentions that arise since there are innumerable intentions in every moment. Not trying to look for it, they are subtle, not like a thought, but more of a mental impulse or urge. It's more of a mindful sense of that about-to moment before you shift your posture, move your arm or leg, turn your head, open your eyes, stand, and so forth. Just let it come naturally, that sense, that mindful sense of intending, intending, before such a movement. Just relaxing into the moment, continually relaxing. Notice the intentions. You might notice a few intentions arise, disappear, before actually moving, and maybe there is no movement. There's no uh, action that follows from the awareness of the intention. Anchoring, anchoring with the body, opening to sounds. You may find now that it's often helpful to ground the energy when you feel restless by a full body awareness, or to open the constricted or contracted sense of awareness by opening to widening the awareness to sounds, bringing that that ease or spacious presence, settling in, the breath, continuing to gain the kind of mastery of noticing exactly what happens in a single in-breath or out-breath, rising or falling. Possible to gain the very highest liberation and resting just in this small area of close, pure attention. Predominant body sensations, sounds, leaving the primary anchor, opening up fully to feel the sensation from within the sensation, the sound vibration right from the moment of its experience from within it, distinguishing between the ideas or thoughts, association or concepts of the sound or sensation and the actual experience. And a relaxed ease in noticing the flow of thoughts particular thoughts or flood of thoughts, not being disturbed. It's the nature of the mind to have images, symbols, ideas, tuned to the the happening of these, of this flow of thought and the particular unique nature, kinds of thought that appear. and clarity and acceptance of the emotive states that arise. Noticing the fear, the happiness, excitement, restlessness, anger, sadness. Separating from the thoughts about them, noticing the actual mental mood, physical sensation, and allowing of the awareness of intention before your movements, adjustments. Very at ease, very alert and present.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.